0: Let's go Make no excuses now I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now Let's go Your time is running out I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now It's not about what you've done It's about what you do About where you go in no matter where you be. Let's go. Hi, you're listening to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook. Your Huntley Radio station that talks about getting healthy, staying healthy, and leading a healthy lifestyle. Brought to you by Huntley Community Radio 101.5. Today's topic is going to be one that I really hope that you will take advantage of and learn from today. Coming around these summer months, it's finally summer. My goodness, after that long winter we had, I thought we'd never see the day that we'd ever be outside again. Um, as, a, as a personal trainer and a nutritional coach, um, I'm always approached with the excuses of why it's difficult to lose weight and what times of year it's difficult to lose weight. And everyone seems to think it's always hard to lose weight around the holidays. Well, guess what? There's holidays year round, aren't there? And there's holidays in the winter, there's holidays in the summer, and we're quickly approaching all sorts of holiday times uh, come summertime. And I personally think that summertime holidays could be just as hard, if not harder, than the wintertime holidays. So uh, today's topic is going to be, how can you find ways of eating healthy at barbecues, weekend gatherings, parties, and restaurants? Because many of you have gotten down the science of eating healthy Monday through Friday, but fall apart on the weekend. So that's going to be our our topic for today. So, the weekend. Everybody lives for the weekend. The weekend. It starts on Friday, goes until Monday, sometimes starts on Thursday. Weekend is spelled W-E-E-K-E-N-D but oftentimes it's spelled W-E-A-K-E-N-D because we, we fall into a weak zone and we surrender to our weaknesses because as soon as that bell rings and we get out of work, we tend to fall apart and decide we are going to celebrate with food. Uh, We love food. Food is so good. And that's what we do. We celebrate with food. So what happens here is we forget about all of our work and our brains only think about the things that we've done on Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. and all of the hard work we've put in. And we want to reward ourselves. And we want to reward ourselves with going out to eat, and we want to reward ourselves with beverages that might not be necessarily on our food plan. And the next thing we know, the scale has gone up three or four or five pounds by Monday. I call this two steps forward, three steps back syndrome. And for many people, and for myself for many years, it led to such frustration because it really gets you nowhere. So let me put this into perspective. People that do this, and a lot of people do this, um, don't see what they're doing because it's not concrete. You're not really, you're not really visualizing what you're doing because you are just having a good time on the weekends. So I'm going to make this visual for you. Let's suppose on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you spent all day painting this beautiful mural on your wall. You had all these gorgeous colors, these beautiful, gorgeous colors, all these different paints and all these different elaborate brushes that you were using to create this mural of just beauty. And and you spent... 24 hours of of your day thinking about this and painting this and going to the store and and prepping for this and working on it. And it was gorgeous. And then on Friday night, you started painting with black paint. And you painted with black paint on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, because black paint is so much fun. You have to think about it. And then Sunday morning, you paint with some more black paint. Your friends come over and you paint with black paint all day long on Sunday keep painting with black paint well guess what what happened to your mural it's it's about two-thirds black paint and on Monday you have to start all over again with painting it colorful and your hard work has gone to waste so so let's talk about how we can still have fun on the weekends and how we can have fun and not use black paint how's that all right so Parties and barbecues and restaurants. So much fun. Appetizers and food and desserts. Yum, 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 right? How about alcoholic beverages? Everyone likes to have those, too. Well, guess what? Get You Fit has recipes and shortcuts for, for all of this. So if you're just joining us right now, uh, Hunt Lake Community Radio 101.5, we're talking about how to stay in in shape and avoid those extra calories on the weekends and at these parties. We have 4th of July barbecues coming up. We have all these other backyard barbecues coming up. So how do we do that? We're going to eat good Monday through the weekend. Don't have to reward yourself with food. Um, Just because it is a holiday and just because you want to have a splurge does not mean that you have to eat everything in sight so i'm going to put something into perspective when you sit down to have a regular meal um you have your plate and you typically have a protein and a carb and a salad or a side dish of some sort when you go to a barbecue or a party or a backyard get together you have like three picnic tables full of food. Let's think about this. You don't need to go up three or four or five times and fill your plate. Oftentimes when the food is there, we are tempted to keep going up and filling our plates. So you just have to be mindful. And and that word mindful is so important because if it's important to you to keep everything into perspective, you just have to be mindful of what you put on your plate. And you can't go into the weekend thinking that it's okay to eat whatever you want because it's the weekend. So multiple helpings is one thing that you should really, really, really try and avoid doing that's one really important thing another thing that you can um, avoid doing is uh, washing your portions of course and uh, bring something healthy to the party so if you are invited to the party uh, perhaps uh, looking up a healthy option to bring to the party is a great idea because then at least there's something there that you can enjoy and that you can eat just in case you are tempted um, now I know, I know myself, and I know that when I go to a party, I know what my weaknesses are. Uh, you want to know what my weaknesses are? I will tell you. If there is guacamole there and chips, I'm done. I'm, it's over, game over. So if I'm trying to be good, I know to step away from the guacamole, all right? If I'm, if I'm at a point where I don't, feel like I need to lose weight or I'm, I'm kind of okay with where, where I'm at, I want to treat myself to some guacamole and I know that I'm, I'm not going to be tempted with it, then I'm going to go with that small portion of guacamole. But if I'm not trusting myself or if, if my clients are at that point where they're they're really trying to um, to log their food and, uh, and watch their portions, I'm going to tell them, do not go to the party and put on their plate what is going to tempt them first. Because the very first thing that you put in your mouth is going to be your temptation for the night. It's the very first thing that your palate tastes is going to be what is going to tempt you for the night. So you want to stay away from those things that are going to tempt you. I'm not telling you not to have the guacamole, but what I'm telling you is to have other things first before your absolute favorite things. So that's another really good uh, tip that you can have. Um, Here's a big one. Alcoholic beverages. So, a couple things happen here with alcoholic beverages. First, there's a lot of calories in those, and um, I should. This could be a show on its on its own. We should just have a get you fit. Uh, What's what? What are some smart choices of of alcoholic beverages? But um, no matter what you choose to drink, it's going to have calories. It's going to have carbs. And there's a huge misconception. People think that oh, well, I'm drinking it. It's liquid. And um, it's not gonna have as many calories as as food that is wrong Um, beer has carbohydrates Uh, wine has calories Um, mixed drinks are so high in sugar so you still have to count those things and if you want to have a beverage have it wisely and you still have to count those calories. But the other thing that happens when you have an alcoholic beverage is you start to not pay attention to the choices that you're making. And if you are at a party and you start out with an alcoholic beverage and you're on an empty stomach and the next thing you know you've eaten the cheese platter, well, that's not the best choice either. So you have to be, again, here's that word, mindful. You have to be very mindful of what you're doing. So when you get to that party, you guys, don't start out with a really strong drink because you're you know you're gonna just make poor choices. When you get to the restaurant, don't start out with a martini right out of the gate because you are going to make poor choices. And if you are going to do this and you want to to set yourself up for a good weekend and not spell it with an A, then you want to have a game plan. And that is, that is a really good game plan. So now you're at this barbecue and you're at the party and you're looking at these two huge tables of, of food and everything looks so good and you don't know what to pick. So let me give you some tips. Don't dive in. Look at the choices and make some good decisions. Make some wise decisions. These are the things you want to stay away from. Um, Now, I don't want anybody to be mad at me, first of all, because I want to have a really good relationship with all of the people that listen to my show. So so you can't shoot the messenger here, okay? These are not my rules. I am not the one that made this stuff up. So you want to stay away from creams. You want to stay away from things that are fried. You want to stay away from things that are saucy or oily. You want to stay away from things that have syrups in them. You want to stay away from chips. Sorry, guys. And dips are usually not the best of choices. So one day it was a party I was at, and I had gotten my plate, and I was being really careful because I was trying to lose weight. And so I took my plate and I uh, filled it up with cracker, put some taco dip on there, another cracker, some cheese, and thought, okay, I have to calculate this. And it dawned on me that each cracker with dip on it was about 80 to to 100 calories each. And and this was just my appetizers. So that was a big, 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 big uh, eye-opener to me. So if you're really trying at parties, maybe even skipping the appetizers completely or sticking to uh, vegetables, if there's vegetables there, going right over those dips and chips because that is there's so many calories in that stuff. Um, And quite frankly... You normally don't eat that much uh, during the week. So, you know, eating that much at a party, it really is not something that you should do if you are trying to stay on a food plan. And certainly if you're frustrated that the scale is not moving. Um, For years and years and years, I was the same weight every Friday, but five pounds up every Monday. And it's, it, it is because of the weekend. So, um, again, if you're just joining us, uh, Huntley Community Radio 101.5, we are talking about uh, weekend barbecues and parties and restaurants. Um, so let's talk about restaurants. No matter where you are, no matter where you go, restaurants are amazing. And when they're prepared, they are delicious. But don't be fooled. They're delicious and they're amazing because of the way that they're prepared. And you could take the most basic chicken breast and have it at a restaurant and it will taste just out of this world. And you could take the same chicken breast and prepare it at home on a grill with no seasoning and and have it be as, as plain as can be and it will not taste the same. Well, the one prepared at the restaurant has... A lot of preservatives, most likely, oils and flavorings that contain sodiums and MSGs, and that is why it tastes so good. Most likely, if you look at the nutritional information in the uh, nutrients of the restaurant, it will be higher in sodium, it will be higher in um, fat, it will be higher in calories. So don't be fooled when you go out to eat and you think that you're eating healthy because you ordered a chicken breast on your salad. Because the chicken breast, I guarantee you, is not prepared, just grilled, even though it says that. You can even order an egg white omelet somewhere and it will come most likely with oils on there. So you have to be very aware of that when you're at restaurants. And the reason I'm telling you this is because um, oftentimes people go to restaurants and they think they're making wise choices and they're really not. And then frustration will occur because the scale isn't moving. Um, Nutritional information is usually available available. At restaurants, however, you have to take a side of caution in knowing how accurate the uh, preparations have been made in measuring the foods in the portions as they've been given to you. And many times you just have to be really, really straightforward with the wait staff and ask them to make sure that they don't use butter and make sure that they don't use oil. And they will accommodate you if you say that. So you just have to be a um, nightmare uh client or uh, table person like me and make it very clear to them that you want no oil and you want the dressing on the side because that will make a huge difference. I've done some calculation of salads at places that have just blown me away where you can have a burger with cheese on it and have less calories. And that is no joke. And you can look that up at most restaurants. On the same token, there is not a restaurant On this planet, that you can go to and not find a healthy meal. You could figure it out. You might drive the wait staff crazy, but you can figure it out. You might have to ask them to modify it by taking this out and putting this in, but you. Can do it and and I'm the master of that and you just have to look at the menu and, and you just have to ask them to remove this or add this or plug this in and, and it is possible so don't be fooled when you go to a restaurant and assuming that what is on the menu is the only way that you can get it you can ask them to revise it and they will do it even fast food places will do that for you um, again um, it's not the easiest thing sometimes to communicate But if you're patient and if you um, are super cordial and nice about it, they will absolutely go out of their way and, and accommodate. So, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. This is my third show, I think, and I finally have left enough time. Stop it right now. I've actually left enough time for my Chit Chat Fit segment where I am going to go through some of my questions. Chit Chat Fit. Chitchat Fit. Okay, so Chitchat Fit with Get You Fit. Tony Karumi from Huntley asked me yesterday on my Facebook page. Um, by the way, my Facebook page is Get You Fit Fitness and Nutrition, which could be found on Facebook. He writes, I hate running. It is very mental for me. When I'm running, it is like there's this internal voice that wears me down and gets me to stop running. Is this common for runners? Is there a way to shut this up? <laughs> did you ever deal with this Irene? Did you have this internal voice or did you just run and your head was clear? Okay, Tony, great question. So, running is just one of those things that is a, a definite love it or hate it. So, first off, let me first start by saying, um I I hated running until I was 34. Um, I think I, I cursed running up and down every street that I, I tried to start running on for years and years and years. So, so yes, I had that voice. And now I sit here at uh, 49 um, and 50 marathons later, and that that voice is still in my head. Um, the only difference is, is that voice is sometimes nice. <laughs> the voice sometimes... Talks nice to me. So, that internal voice that runners dislike is your voice. Running is all mental. You think you can't do it. Running is hard. Like I said, I've run 50 marathons. Running is still hard. Running will never be easy. But when you go out there and you start running, you have to. Just relax. You're never going to love the feeling of the start of running. But once you ease into it, you're going to start to enjoy it. So after I became a seasoned runner and I started coaching people with running, I figured out why people don't like running. And I figured out what the crossover was and what caused people to learn to love it and that runner's high and this is what it was people that don't like running start running too fast and too long that's the problem so tony or anyone else i think the problem might be that you're running too fast and you're breathing too heavy your heart rate's getting too high and you can't maintain it so putting it into perspective try it again go slower Slow it down. It could even be just a little bit faster than a walk. Just ease into it. Get yourself into a slow, rhythmic pattern where your breathing isn't out of control and you don't feel like you're drowning because no one likes that feeling. And of course, when you feel like you're drowning, you can't breathe. No one's going to want to continue that. So get into that rhythmic breathing and only do it for a minute or two. And after a minute or two, you want to stop and walk catch your breath, and repeat it. And only do that a few times the first time out. Don't go out and try to run for an hour the first time you go out. Of course, you're going to hate it. And every time you go out, tack on a few more minutes until you gradually build up that distance. And before you know it, you'll be running for five minutes and then 10 minutes and then a mile. And then you're going to blink your eyes. And the next thing you know, that voice will have not appeared for a long, long time. And you're going to like it. So my advice to you is to try it again. Go a little bit slower. And don't stress yourself out. Because when I started running, I would stress myself out. I would see the other runners and I would see them running fast and smooth. And I would get so envious of of their confidence and that just wasn't me I would see my shadow and and it looked so pathetic and I would get so sad and mad and I would stop and then I slowed down and I started enjoying it and I gave myself the time that I needed to get up to that level and one mile turned into two and two turned into four and the next thing I knew I was running full marathons and enjoying it and addicted to it and and here I am today. So give that a try, and I uh, am certain that uh, giving yourself that try and and forgiving yourself if you have a bad run um, is another thing that you should you should start to practice because to this day even even the most elite runners don't have the best of runs. And actually this is a great topic Tony. I think I'm going to revisit it in future show and talk about how to get started on running. If you want more information about me or my programs, you can look me up at my website www.getyoufit fitnessandnutrition.com. Thanks you guys for joining me today on my show. I hope you guys learned a lot on my fitness program and have a great day. Simon's running now, I'm talking here and now, I'm talking here and now It's not about what you've done, it's about what you do I'm talking here and now.